What's up? This is your boy LO, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Decoding 40. Before we start the show, we got to pay some bills, and we are proudly sponsored by our friends over at AdamandEve.com. AdamandEve.com. Are those butt bees not button anymore? How about that dildo not dildo and that vibrator not vibrating and that ring not actually cocking? So go over there to adamandeve.com and make sure that you enter in code DC40. That's DC40. When you do, you get free gifts, free shipping, and all that good shit that you love. Adamandeve.com. Don't forget to use code DC40, DC40 to get that free stuff. Peace. Adamandeve.com. Now let's start the show. This hotel is on Main Street, right? But if you type in the address, you start typing it in on Waze, East Main Street comes up. So you're thinking, oh, I just, I must have missed the East part. I must be going to East Main Street. Mm -hmm. You get to East Main Street and it's like, uh, what the fuck? Was production really trying to save that much money on fucking hotels? Because <laughs> I'm like, it was like gun store, liquor store, gun Welcome store, liquor to store. crackhead in. I am your <laughs> maitre d concierge <laughs> and chef nigga <laughs> we got smoking rooms you actually we have a philly dispenser in the bathroom we only have one bathroom on the floor nigga. so you're gonna have to share that we got phillies and white owls in the dispenser we actually have 40s on tap in the near the ice machine you gotta pay extra for that you swipe your magic card for that but I got that magic card. <laughs> if you, I got that lounge if you need it. And in the laundry room, we also have a glory hole. That's extra. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't ask who's behind the hole, sir. Don't worry about who's back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thanks. Don't forget to leave a tip. <laughs> cut your generals off immediately. <laughs> Thanks a lot, sailor. That was delicious. Someone had asparagus for dinner. <laughs> Someone's been eating pineapples. <laughs> oh, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy, Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, and I'm here with my main man. Yo, this is your boy L.O. a.k.a. The Road Warrior. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Vin in the building. I, I have a colonoscopy tomorrow, and I'm <laughs> taking medication to clean out my system. <laughs> and, oh, we're going to get the fart sound. There we go. Come on. Give it to me. Come on, buddy. There we go. There we go. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> A.K.A. Dutch Oven. 
AKA prolapse. <laughs> AKA the Asperger machine. <laughs> AKA Rosebud. <laughs> Say Rosebud. Rosebud. <laughs> oh boy. There we go. Oh, you done? Side effects may include. <laughs> you guys this is Alaric. So what's going on in your lives? I'm gonna start today because mine is like super boring. So I, I'd usually go last, but I'm gonna start today. Um, there is not much going on. Um, I'm still house shopping, but I'm not supposed to talk about it. Um Still house shopping. I'm car shopping, and work. That's it. That's it. Nothing exciting. Nothing. Nothing really, really exciting that's going on at the moment. So I ain't got really much to talk about this week, unfortunately. I usually have a story. I don't have a story this week. I was looking for a story, and I was like, "Is there anything that was interesting that happened?" And the most interesting thing was like I went to Target, and it was that was it. There was nothing. <laughs> That could be interesting. You never it, know. Yeah, but it wasn't, you know. You weren't accosted by some white woman and smacked at the, for grabbing for the toilet tissue or something like that? You, you'd have like no. a crazy story like that. I go to pick up I go to pick up my my blood pressure meds and they weren't ready. And he was like, come back tomorrow. And then I took too long to get it and they canceled <laughs> the prescription. So I got to get it. That's about you, it. That's now it. you're driving up my, my fucking blood pressure with your fucking, what, where are my pills? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Boy, this week was like. You're stressing me out. Where are my pills? <laughs> Next time you should fake a heart attack. I'm right there Jesus on the spot. Christ. Yeah. No, because I like going to that. I don't like going to that target. So I don't want to mess up. I don't want to get banned. Banned? Banned from the target. They yeah, ban people so making a scene? Yeah, you could get banned for faking faking a heart attack. I'd ban your ass if I was the store manager. If I was the mm. store manager and you came in my store and faked a heart attack, you could never come back in my store. Well, if you're going to fake a Do heart you think attack, you got to take it all the way to the hospital. You can't well, yes, just you gotta admit to that. Yeah. Do you think that woman was banned from the Victoria's Secret? The black woman or the white woman? The white woman. Well, shit, no. either. Probably not, but should have been. She was in I that think mall the black today. Woman probably would have been banned. <laughs> the white woman. You said she was in the mall today, Rick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the mall today, fucking eating a fucking aunt. What, what's that? Fuck. What's a eating a pretzel and shit? <laughs> <laughs> fucking a flopping pretzel. around, <laughs> flopping like around. A, a dead she was, bitch. She yeah. was returning all the shit she bought that day. Oh my god! I don't even know what she was doing in that store. Yeah, besides falling yeah. around on the floor, she was probably getting some lotions. For what? Lotion up her nobody skin. wanted. Nobody wanted the lotion. Her somebody, to somebody, make it, somebody. Make it easier for her uh, colostomy bag to fit. Here's here's. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> slides right in. Wow. Is that what? Did she have one of those? Yeah, we talked about it. Remember, she was uh, on that I dating remember, site for people who had colostomies. Oh right. Oh, right, that's right. right. She did. I she did. Wait. She needs. She needs colostomy the fragrances. Date? Yeah, it's like colostomy tender. Colostodate. Colostodate. That is disgusting. Hey, there goes that shitty lady again. Not anymore. <laughs> what type of shit bag do you use? I go for the Remington 1200. That shit bag doesn't leak at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Colosomy Bags by Remington 1200, I don't smell like shit anymore, and I can go to the playground with my kids. Mm. 
Mommy doesn't smell like a bag of shit anymore. <laughs> this segment has been brought to you by Colostomy Bags. bags. <laughs> the Remington 1200. No smell, no leaks. Thanks, Remington. Yay! <sighs> Thanks to our sponsors, boy. <laughs> What's going on in your life, Al? Let's move this along. <laughs> oh, hey, before uh, we move week, along, sure. You, Mac was about to say that no one wanted to to lotion that lady down, and I strongly disagree absolutely. because there is absolutely at least one man in this world who will absolutely have sex with her, and it doesn't matter how ugly or unattractive. I- Having sex is different than it, lotioning someone down because that oh, is a different level. Someone is He's loving do that. the lotion. He's lotion He's do it. Matter of fact, it's more than someone. Level. That's what I was going to say. I make a sir. There's more than one person that wants to lotion that woman. Push yeah. it, put the lotion in and, the basket. And and to somebody, she is their best option. Yeah, exactly. That's my honey. That's my boo-boo. <laughs> right. my somebody wants boo-boo. to remove the bag and replace the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just does. Take, There's someone. Just take it off and let it leak on my body. Take it off. <laughs> take it off. <laughs> to your point, someone would pay. Someone would pay to take that bag off. There's a fucking. There's, there's someone in Germany right now. There's a German just, right now. Goes take off your bag, ja. Right. I you know how saw guys the visual of somebody somebody in Jersey singles yelling, "Take it off, take it off." And you just hear the tape. Oh. Is it tape? What is it? <laughs> oh my god! I don't know, but you know how guys pay for uh, panties to be delivered to them. I'm sure show there are people who your are... baggy show show exactly. your baggy baby <laughs> show your baggy show show your baggy baby. This is. Sick. I want to shit. I want to shit. I want to shit. I want to shit. Doodle Brown. <laughs> oh, uh, I that's the, the rails. That has to be the theme song at the we party. Are, you oh, know that shit. Go back and show, show, go back and baby. <laughs> <laughs> ah, go, go, go. Can't you just Yo, see Luke. two people in the middle of the circle just showing their bag? Like, go, 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 go. <laughs> shit flying everywhere. Exactly. Someone's got, someone's got a leak. Cross people's faces. They're feeling like, oh, this is the life. Hey, Luke, if you're listening, <sighs> we got to do this remix. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. And, they, and everybody's leaving like, yo, that party was the shit. Word. <laughs> Doodle bag. <laughs> Doodle bag. <laughs> oh, man. Oh yeah, we got to remix. Uh I don't right. know how we got. I don't know how we got over there, but uh, see, it's a Target shitty world. My exciting. It's a shitty world. All right, <laughs> my boring week became something. All right, uh, L, what's going on with you, bro? I have had a whirlwind of a week. Um, as you guys remember, the kids were away at camp over in Fire Island, and I actually went. To, uh, my wife and I and and our friends went to go see them and check out the campsite on Friday. It was the first time I was at Fire Island. And a few things um, for those of you who have not been to Fire Island. One, when you get on the ferry, you can't just say, I want the ferry to Fire Island because they will give you a ticket to any of one of the beaches Hmm. like they did us. (laughs) We went to the wrong location. So we took the we were supposed to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Fire Island. 
Right. We were supposed to take the uh, ferry to Ad- Atlantic, but we took it to Ocean City, which is like a 30, 40 minute walk. We could have took the water taxi, but the wives felt adventurous. But the thing is, my boy got off the ferry to go get something from his car. And we and the ferry pulled off while he was on the dock or trying to come back oh, to the ferry. Wow. And, we were and like, he was never uh, seen again. <laughs> the, well, the funny thing is he wound up getting on the right ferry. So we get to Ocean City and we wind up walking and we think it's all, you know, like I thought it was a bad idea. I was like, let's take the water taxi. They were like, no, nah, let's walk. I was like, uh, I don't know about this. So anyway, we start walking about 15 minutes in. We see something in the distance where the only person people on the uh, this path. Because obviously everybody took the right ferry. And we see something. Initially, we think it's a dog. So I'm like, all right, stray dog. Hopefully it'll be okay. But I don't have my glasses on. So I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's a person. And then all of a sudden, we see a big tail starting to wag. It is a deer. It is a deer. Now, I don't know how close to nature you guys have been. But this might be the closest I've been to nature. Because the deer starts to approach us. And I'm like, hmm. So I'm talking to the deer. I'm like, everything's cool, deer. We ain't got no problems. You ain't got no problems. And I start trying to uh, inch away. And my wife, to the conversation that we had the other week, takes out her phone to start recording. And I'm like, this is probably not a good idea, but whatever. So we all inch out. The deer comes up. It kind of gets back on its heels, which doesn't look like a good thing. Because I'm thinking it's about to come attack us. So it, it inches up and then it smells us or smells in our direction. And then it just darts off. My heart has not beat so fast <laughs> in such a long time. I was like, Sweet damn God. it, man. We almost got you fucked up of, by you Bambi. Scared of Bambi. Hold up. You almost scared Hold of, up. Of, of and Bambi. the fucking deer. And this is when the deer called pulled out a cell phone and called 911 and said, we got four niggas in the woods. <laughs> Thanks, baby. And there I, goes the neighborhood. And, and, I, and I, feel, I feel scared for my life. <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. Oh, so we kind of hightail it in the opposite direction. We finally make it to the campsite. The other funny thing is we didn't have the exact address. So we were standing around in the middle of the street and we were near this other property and this white guy comes out. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing? You lost? Oh, I bet you're looking for the campsite. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That sounds a little racist, my friend. So in my head, I said that. It felt like... You're you know, here for those Chappelle dark kids, right? Yeah it, yeah, it felt like that Chappelle joke when he's like, you want the chicken, don't you? <laughs> so uh, he was right. <laughs> we were there for the campsite. So we were actually just a block away, which was cool. And then it was a real cool campsite. The boys kind of like were like, if he, I think my youngest didn't like it because my oldest was didn't like it, but he didn't like it because he felt like they should have taken the older kids uh, to explore the island a little bit more, which I think he has a good point. So we're going to share that feedback with the camp. Um, but the other thing about Fire Island is to the point that you guys were making, I, in my mind, envisioned it to be very gay la la like soon as you get off the ferry you handed your rainbow lay and it is like yeah, it's fire island it's fire island he says but it's, it's lay. right but it's 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 really like any other uh beach town america um so it's they gave you the it's just they gave you the lay when you were leaving instead 
<laughs> no, it's just a very cool town. And I think people who are going there probably have the same um, idea that I had, but it, it was a cool town. Um, I have a question. Why did yeah. you choose Fire Island for your kids to go to camp? Because I would have... We didn't choose I, it. That was I, just one of the locations um, that the camp offered. And that week was Fire Island week. Uh, I think they have another location. Or maybe they only go to Fire Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing at that Bear Mountain for them to stay. But they go to Bear Mountain. They go to Harriman Park. They go to different places. But the week-long stay is at Fire Island. So, yeah. And then... Um, uh, this weekend, uh, so Friday I'm, in, I'm at uh, Fire Island, and then Saturday morning I'm packing my mother to move to Maryland. So that was a bit of a whirlwind, and I'm doing it by myself. I think she thinks I'm 20 years younger than I actually am. So I'm moving all these boxes into the van, driving down. I, well, I had to stop in Pennsylvania because we were dropping a few things off to a friend of mine. Um, I also got to see his new house. So that was cool. And then from Pennsylvania, we drove to Maryland. And then I had to unpack all the boxes that night. And we didn't get there till about 1030. And 10 o'clock was a cutoff for moving in. Mm. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm seeing all these older white women. I'm about to have a Karen moment. (laughs) Um. And I didn't. I did not. Uh, thankfully, Karen. all the Karens were well mayonnaised <laughs> and they did not have no problems with me. So, yeah, then uh, my cousin, thankfully, was still down in Maryland. She was driving back to New York on Sunday. So I drove back with her and uh, she has become an excellent driver. I remember when she was scared to drive on the highways and now she's ripping and running on the highways. So mm. that's my check in. God bless you. Thanks for listening. This is Leon, and I'm done speaking. So I have a question. Have any of you guys gone to sleepaway camp? Because I did. We talked about this last week. I have. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah I really would like you to enjoy the show. It's a pretty good show. Um, just listen to a couple episodes. I'm sure you will be. <laughs> I should. Just... I should. You'll be on, surprised it, at what you, you love it. You'll, yeah. You'll is, be, it on, is it on Spotify? <laughs> you literally will be surprised with what you hear. I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mooliants, right? They're called the Code of 40. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message with them, right? It's 608-618-44. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them movies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608 618 It's your fucking life already. What's up with you, Vic? Uh, nothing much, man. Just uh, getting these windows done and trying to get some work done for the house. And um, <laughs> I'm not going to really get to my second night. <laughs> jokes. Yeah, tomorrow I'm getting my colonoscopy and I've taken the 24 pills that they prescribe to you to uh, clean out your system. And I haven't eaten anything since this morning when I had uh, coffee and a muffin. Now it's about 10 o'clock this morning before I took when I took my uh, dog to get groomed. So Onyx, the girl, is nice and groomed, looking cute. She's a year old, and she's basically wow. the size she's going to be. And she's a, a miniature schnauzer, like true to the name you know what i mean she's uh 
you bro rick cena mm-hmm. she she just jumped into rick's arms and rick was just petting her shit i was like you're you're no type of guard dog just like mm. what's she gonna guard <laughs> what is she gonna guard really she gotta make some noise she gotta make some noise she's in alarm it's a shame you're gonna have to get rid of her soon <laughs> the clock she's is not thick. she's <laughs> not going anywhere <laughs> She's not. It's a cute dog, though. It's cute. Yeah, yeah she's, she's not cute. going anywhere. She's cute. Onyx the girl. Very friendly dog. Yeah, Onyx the girl. That's what we call her. Uh, and other than that, uh, I guess everything is everything, man. That's my checking. Yeah, my my wife's trying to get me to get a dog that size for the kids. Well, do you want her. a dog at all? Do you want a dog? I do. But I, I do. I, I, I my my kids like animals, um, and my my son asks for a dog but you know he's he's not even three yet so he doesn't know what responsibility he's asking for (laughs) (laughs) i don't care if you're three put on your shoes put on your jacket and go walk that fucking dog you wanted it now you walk it right but um i thought your i thought your wife wasn't a fan of uh dogs she, but she wants a little one. Like if 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 oh. I showed her your dog, yeah, okay. she'd be with that. Well, we'll but still, you know, she also doesn't understand the responsibility she's asking for because she's never had a dog. She's, it's a lot. She, she had a cat, but really, she never even took care of it like her mom took care <laughs> of it. So she's never had to take care of a pet. No, nah, do- dogs are. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Still a lot of work. My, my wife wants like a big giant dog, and I don't understand where that comes from. But she wants like a dog, though, like a like a what a, a mastiff, a, New, a Newfoundland, like like a dog you can ride. Like if there's snow, a Newfoundland it has it has like a barrel of rum under its neck, and it can figure out. That's like where my wife starts. Like that's what she's. Do you know you know what you're you're cleaning after when you have a dog that big? You're gonna need yeah. garbage bags clean up that dog shit garbage garbage i need multiple shovels i need multiple uh, no 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 yeah no. I, I don't know we're gonna talk about it. i want a little dog i want another little dog i had a little dog, yeah. I want another little dog. you 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 you, you I remember your dog it. tank tank you yeah. know what's funny i still i still have tank rem- tanks remains i still have tanks remains in a box she was cremated and i don't know why it's i haven't buried it i just i don't know why it's been years just scatter the ashes I don't know. well take it to her favorite whatever her favorite park was you guys like if you get a dog like a dog park or whatever like whatever favorite dog park you might have taken it to. I've buried I several. I've buried several animals on family property. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm gonna put tank. Fucking pet cemetery over his house. It is. Uh, it is. It I ain't going to the house. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what's funny? I seen that. I saw how that movie ended. I, I'm not fucking with funny, you. <laughs> funny, funny story. So, so I, 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 I go to, I go to one of the cribs and and there's a deer outside. Right, there's a deer. It's in Long Island deer dead outside a baby deer not a, like a big giant deer like leon had, but like a baby deer so i'm like okay there's got to be somebody because i'm thinking you know i'm in new york city just call 311 and there's somebody to do everything so i call up i'm in long island like hey i got this deer right so i call uh the local uh what do you call it i call the local uh not like a zoo but it's like a deer handlers no it's it's like a reserve nature it's a, preserve it's a, yeah nature preserve and i was like listen i got so, this deer it passed away. Passed what should away. I do with it? They were like, they well, said, "How's it taste?" Yeah, right. Seriously. So I was like, "This," <laughs> but I'm, but, but here's what I'm thinking: If it's a baby deer and it passed away, it's sick. This is what I'm thinking: It's sick. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to. I don't know Maybe what it died of. Disease. I don't know what it died of, and I don't want to be all up on it, right? Or mm-hmm. eat it, or any of those things. 
So they give me the number to some other wildlife agency, some state wildlife agency. So I call them and they're like, uh, yeah, we don't do we don't deal with this. Uh, call the police and they'll tell you, call, call the local police station and they'll tell you, call local police station. Local police station says, yeah, we don't deal with this. Call the firefighters. We call the firefighters. They said, yeah, call this a uh, 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 local, this other nature organization. I called them. They were like, I was like, yeah, what do I do with this deer? And they were like, yeah, we don't deal with that. So I said, what do I do with that? They were like, to be honest, dig a hole and throw the deer in it. <laughs> a lot of you not. It's true. So after five, six phone calls, I strapped up, put my, my rubber gloves on, put on some old clothes, went, grabbed the deer, dug a hole. Put the put the See, deer in it. Put some lime on it. Threw dirt back on it. Went back in and sterilized myself. Burned the clothes. Pretty much. The, the this, that's too much work. I would have threw that shit right in the off the pier. <laughs> I <would've> walked <laughs> it to the water. Threw that shit. Some alli- neck. Eventually, some alligator. It'll float down to New Orleans, and the alligator will eat it. <laughs> my, my, my boy, my, my boy was like, "Mac, you worked too hard. All you should have done is dragged it to the closest nearest highway and threw it out in the road." And they would take care of it. And who the like, fuck oh. wants to drive around with a with a deer in their car? Right, <laughs> a dead deer. Yeah, well, that is that a bury it? Yeah, throw them in the water. You live right on the water. I just threw them right in. The, I don't want dead right off the pier. COVID deer in the water. Yes, it floats Lime down. Disease. It floats downstream. That, that has nothing to I do. I could have threw you. it in the water, and it could have washed right back up on my shore. Then I got dead deer on the on the on the on the lake. How? The current only goes one way. No, because when it when it comes when it's when it's high tide, it comes in. When it's low tide, it goes out. Yeah, but the water's not still going up and down like bath water. That's true. That's true. But it can still wash up. It can still wash okay. up. So, on your anyway. neighbor's property. Now it's his problem. Could anyway. Anyway. What's up with you, Rich? Oh, uh, let's see. We were talking about dogs and um I think Trash Wars Part Two has just started. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it on demand? Not yet. But when I put all the pieces together, I'll, I'll make a. I'll make a, a video. But Saturday, between Saturday night and Sunday morning, somebody let their dog poop in front of my house, and like now we have the ring doorbell. No, it's not the ring. It's the nest. So now I'm like searching through all the footage from the <laughs> night before. Like I'm like super detective. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm slowing down. I'm going fast forward. Looking for frames That's with funny. poop, without poop, with poop, without poop. And I finally <laughs> find the JFK. I finally <laughs> see the frame with this, this motherfucker. Is walking with his little poofy white dog, and he's entering the frame, and the dog stops right in the spot. But I can't see his face. Like if I had to bring evidence, this, it's like the R. Kelly video. Like you know it's him, but it's mad blurry, so you can't prove it, right? But I saw this guy and a younger guy walking together with this dog probably the day after and I'd never seen them in a neighborhood before and I, I, I'm i I'm almost positive that it's him and if it is him there's going to be some baby poop on his porch Jesus. that's all I'm going to say he, he, he started he drew first blood I didn't draw first blood he yeah. drew first turd yeah <laughs> 
and then he's gonna he's gonna turn his doorknob. He's going, oh, what the fuck? I'm gonna rain baby shit all over his porch. No, I'm actually so, not now, gonna do that. What if, what if he has but a ring my, or a nest on his uh, doorstep? I'm actually not gonna do that. But that's he's gonna that's, drive by with a pamper and a slingshot and just let it go. That's yeah, my I'm inner fantasy: away. is that I will pay you back with raining poop on your head. It's a lot of shit Let talk in it. this episode. Let me do it. Oh, do all it. right. I'll give you his address. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you his address. All right. Just provide <laughs> me with the ammo. I'll track him down. I got you. Leon needs oh. rubber gloves, a slingshot, <laughs> and four diapers in case he misses. <laughs> Actually, I could be as ignorant as hell just walk up to his door. Excuse me. Is this yours? Uh, <laughs> you like to leave shit all over the city, don't you? Huh? <laughs> Yo, I don't know why it bothers me so much, but I feel like it's so disrespectful. It's like, well, you have to clean it up. Yeah, my house is not abandoned. <laughs> right? If this was a, an abandoned property <laughs> where nobody well, lived, how big a poop was it? It, it was a full load. It doesn't matter. It, doesn't matter. It, it was a full load. Because you said it was a little dog. Have you considered it was a putting little, a sign yeah. out? Does it matter? Uh, kind of, but not. No. no. Wait, on, wait till, on general principle. Wait no. till it's your. Wait till it's your front lawn. I was going to say because if, if a little matters. dog shitted in front of your apartment, you would be livid. It, 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 listen, he's it's going to be. In and front the of owner his house, and man. the owner watched him do it and just walked away. Yeah, you would yeah, be. That's livid. the part. That's the part. The, that's the part. And the dog's going to turn around. And was like, "Fuck it." I'm and the dog's going to turn around. That's exactly what happened. That's why it's disrespectful. And the dog's going to turn around and say. It's just a little piece of shit. What are you getting so upset for? <laughs> Clean it up. Not like a full colostomy bag. <laughs> well, here's, here's my question. I, it's, it's Remington twelve hundred. Do you have little <laughs> patches of grass, or is it all sidewalk in front of your house? I have I have uh, mulch around my tree. Okay, so they, they that's where they piss so the shit at. They're pooping on the mulch piece, where the mulch would be. So it was it was right on the edge of it. And right now, the tree in front of my house is shedding these really annoying uh, little flowers. They're like this, they're everywhere. So that's actually what it landed on, not the mulch. So in, mm. in Manhattan, in Manhattan, and I'm not saying you have to do this, Rick, but in Manhattan, they put little those little metal fences around their trees and a sign that says, "Don't let your dog poop here." So like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could, I could do that. I, my, I'm just pissed off that somebody's that inconsiderate. Like, if, if, if I were to walk my dog in front of that person's house and let them shit and walk away from it, they'd be upset. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be upset. Anybody, Every, any, upset. yes, anyone would. Anybody, anybody. This is what you do, Rick. You get a gate, a little tiny gate that goes around the tree. Right. You're gonna run a wire from off that gate. You're going to run it into your house and plug it in. So when the dog comes over there, he gets a nice little shock. <laughs> that would be nice. But the thing about the thing about people and their dogs, they're, they're, they have habits. They walk the same time, usually every day or a couple times a week at least. They walk the same route at least a couple times a week. So I'm going to catch this motherfucker. And I'll be like, if I see your dog shit in front of my house again, I'm mm. for sure going to leave some shit in front of your house because I'll figure out where you live. I'm I'm so impressed with your dedication to this. Like, I mean, I, I get it, but I'm just so I'm impressed. No, you'll get it. I'm, I'm, get I'm, it. I'm, I'm impressed glad. I'm glad. Hours of footage and, and like 
Time to time. Yeah, like I'm impressed with him. I'm impressed. Nah, that, that's that is very disrespectful. But no, I was asking earlier, have you thought about putting a sign letting people know that this area is recorded? I I'm, I haven't, but I guess I, I could. I should. I mean, just so you just I just don't want you. I don't want your trash here. I don't want your dog poop here. Keep it moving. Please, please be. I don't want them doing it. I don't want them to talk. do it to any of my neighbors. I don't want them to do it to anybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, cool. yeah, well, this hotel sucks ass. I'll tell you that. I am I'm in I'm currently in Bridgeport, Connecticut. We kind of talked about it a little bit in the warm-up. And um I ordered room service and my room service came to me in a styrofoam box. Hmm. They said, Do you want me to charge it to your room or do you want me to charge it to your credit card? I said, you know what? Since production put me in the hotel, charge it to my credit card. I give you my credit card number. You call me back two minutes later and say, uh, when you said you wanted to put it on credit, did you mean the credit card number I just gave you? Oh, because you didn't have credit on your room. I was like, okay, isn't that why I gave you the credit card number? Oh, all right, oh, I'll call you back. What the, what, no, no, but I, I understand like, that. What? Your number's in Nigeria right now buying <laughs> fucking, fucking Louis Vuittons. I no, gave him my credit card number. Go ham. Hmm? They, 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 were, they were asking you about your incidentals. No, no, he asked me for my, I gave him my credit card number. No, the second time he called. He was like, you sure you don't want to put it on your incidentals? No. I, we no, already had I, that discussion. Yeah. I the, first time, the first time. We, had, he, we yeah, already I, had that discussion, and now we're going to put it on this credit card. And for some reason, he... What did he take the numbers to check against the room? He was doing this shit like this. Whatever, nigga. Like, five, 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 five. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever, nigga. Like, uh, whatever. You know, five, five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Click. Yo, did you take the number down? Nah, fuck it. I just put it to his. I just charge it to his room. Or he's probably thinking, oh, his that credit card's probably already on the room, uh, anyways, attached to incidental. So maybe he thought he could go there and get the number and figure out he couldn't. Then he tried to call you back with the dumb shit. <laughs> but Why he, are we having this conversation then, again? Yeah. Well, and then, I, well, I guess we recorded it, but I ordered with my dinner a bottle of water, still a sparkler, still. He comes up with my food order and he's like, we're out of distilled water. I said, we're out of what? Distilled water. I, I didn't order distilled water. I ordered still water like you asked me. Did I want sparkling or still water? And then he comes back and brings me a coffee cup full of water from, I assume, the faucet the sink. in the kitchen. The sink. <laughs> That's tap suspect. water from the kitchen. That's suspect. Well, I I'm, that water. I'm obviously not drinking this water, but you know, this nigga. What, what what the fuck is still water? I don't understand what still water <laughs> is. I, I know I, I'm water supposed to tell her. Ask, yeah, I don't stand it. Still water. <laughs> oh man. And then why do you ask me? Do I want sparkling or still? <laughs> I, I think water? you should taste it just so, so we can I get think- your reaction on the record. Here's what I think. They told him to say sparkling or still, but he has no idea what yeah. still water yeah. means. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I look in the fridge. We don't have any distilled water. <laughs> First of all, what I found yeah. so courageous about your whole story is you told me you ordered a tuna melt. So you ordered yeah. fish from this hotel you just told me. Was That's tanky. before I knew he was he was not the I smartest you, sir. knife in the I, kitchen. 
I applaud you, sir. <laughs> Did you eat it yet? Yeah, it's done, man. Oh. How was it? It was all right. It's a tuna melt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tuna melt. <laughs> Butt brothers. I, I mean, I, I got I got in my room at 10 minutes to 8. I needed it fast and I needed it hot. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's what she said. I needed it fast and hot, honey. Yeah. Bring it in. This Week in Racism, brought to you by the same people for the last 400 years. We have a police officer who was paying people to violate other people's rights. Who wants to explain this story? Because somebody has more information about this one as, as well. But there's a police officer who was violating people's rights, falsely uh, arresting and imprisoning them, and then paying people to cover it up. Do I have that correct? No. Okay, so Phil, so so correct me, please. Nigga, you supposed to be whoopy. You supposed to introduce a story. Nigga, I need a little help on this one. I, so I'm just All right, okay, all right. <laughs> All right. So the story is out of uh, Biscayne Park, Florida. And this police chief, before he was the police chief, he was uh, also a beat cop. So they're they're basically investigating all the stuff that he did from that point up to him being the chief police. There were a string of burglaries in Biscayne Park, and they blamed it on these two black young men. One was, I believe, a teenager. I'm not sure the age of the other one. He also had like three other officers who were complicit with it winds up actually giving one of the fucking officers an award for actually cracking the cases when it was all fabricated and made up. Uh, they also charged them with uh, car theft. And one of them was actually deported. One of the uh, kids were, or, the, or the young men were deported back to Haiti. So this guy was, you know, basically running a police department as crooked as fuck. And he wanted to have 100% of the so- of cases solved uh, with burglary and, and, and theft and stuff like that in that area. And he, you know, basically made up shit and, in, you know, and got these kids. Uh, one guy got five years. So it's uh, it's serious. But I don't know if you call it justice. They decided to give him three years. And then they have the other cops. I think it was like another four or five officers. Because It's not a big fucking town. It's not like the dude was like the police chief of Miami somewhere. He was like in this little shitty town in Florida. But I guess he wanted to impress maybe to get the bigger job in Miami. But yeah, he was, uh, you know, fudging the numbers and being a racist piece of shit at, at the same time. Just yeah. ruining black men lives all day, like whatever. And he don't. And the thing is, he looks Spanish to me. I don't, I don't know if he, and his name is very, very Spanish. I don't know if he, he looks like his grandmother could be, you know, a little darker of the hue. I'm, that's all I'm saying. And I don't understand how he would be so, such a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But you know, Races come in all shades, I guess. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. You so know, they, they should. The, the I think they should have taken whoever got the most time charged with some false shit that he made up. They should have gave him twice the amount of time that guy got mm. at minimum, not three years in prison. Yeah, yeah. The fuck. And 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 it's they they sentence him to three years now. How much of that time is he actually going to do in prison? How much of how uh, quick is his lawyers going to pull the COVID card and say, well, he doesn't deserve to be in jail and blah, 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 because he's a he was a police chief and they're going to try to fucking 
whittle it down to like a 12 month in, you know, solitary. And then he'll spend the rest of the time with a fucking uh, anklet on because that's what they often do. He may have powerful friends in his town. And if that's possible, right? What do you guys think is this guy's motivation? His motivation was to get 100 percent approval rating. But by doing it with nefarious, uh, you know, dealings and being a racist piece of shit. He he wanted to be, he wanted to appear to be a better policeman than he actually was, mm-hmm. and yeah. black people were expendable. Yes, yeah. they were they 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 were casualties of of of, you know his whatever war he he designed, they were just casualties of that, and you know he didn't he didn't give a shit. Um, what's crazy? What's crazy is that his lawyer was a just as big a piece of shit as his client when the lawyer said, well. I don't know what the big deal was because it's not like these guys that got set up with saints. Like basically they would have probably end up in that situation anyway. So it was like, what's the big deal? And that was the lawyer. So you can, you can tell like the whole fucking uh, town or that just the mind state of that particular area is on some of, you know, fuck them. They're from Haiti. So who cares? We'll just send them back to Haiti. That that's their attitude. The whole system failed all of these black people. Apparently, he got three more months than the government actually was looking for. So they weren't even willing to give him three months on this after violating so many people's uh, civil rights. And it's it's not just those years. You have to look at his entire career. Yes. And all the people that he came in contact mm-hmm. with. And undoubtedly, he has violated many more people. And for him to just walk I, we have a very warped sense of what justice is, particularly when police officers are the criminals. And we have to get this in check because this is this is insane. Yeah. You know, it, it's just proof to what they think is a fantasy. Right. So white folks think that that we're making this shit up and that it do- that doesn't exist only in movies. Right. This sounds like a fucking movie plot. Like and and this is happening everywhere. But they kind of turned the rock and, and, and found this situation in Florida and, you know, how many other counties and, and, and smaller police departments where this is happening all the time and not necessarily to just all black folks, homeless people and shit like that who get fucking blamed mm-hmm. for shit like that. And that's See, all over you, the country. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the exact number. Every single one, mm. every single police force in this country. Yeah is either abused or completely taken advantage of someone who didn't have the, the power or the money. Mm-hmm. That's their MO or who was, or who would marginalize people. Yeah. That's, that's it's their a- MO. They don't march into the middle-class neighborhoods and start patting people down looking for drugs, but they'll do it in black neighborhoods without a pause, even though but it's because they can. It's because they exactly can. what I saw when I saw this is I saw that, that this cop, needed to be accepted by the white, his white overseers or whoever that was. So I felt like there was an agenda over and above. I feel like these people that he subjugated was the path to whatever it was. But for me, what I saw is his needed to be validated and or accepted for some greater purpose or something else that he wanted to do. Yeah, and that's, he wanted to that's, look like a better policeman than he actually was. Yeah, but I think it was bigger than that because you can be perceived as a better police officer within the confines of the job. I think what he was trying to get was acceptance for someone else. No, well, acceptance so he can 
further his career off of the right, backs yeah. of black people. But he can but he could further his career. He can further his career by being serious without falsifying evidence. Do you understand? In other words, you could be if an that were the case, officer. he would have done it. If in, you, in, you in could, his, you in be, his, you could be aggressive. In his statement to the criminal. court, he said he was not prepared to be a police officer. Ugh. And he, he's and, looking and, for a hundred percent crime solve rate. Uh, and who who does uh, yeah. that? Solving a hundred percent of the crimes in your town. Mm-hmm. He used and that he, to leverage himself Alaric, into a better Alaric is doing that on his block. He's trying to solve 100% of the poop yeah, crimes. Yeah, 100% of the poop <laughs> crimes will be solved. In this so year. what you need to do is start framing some Go people. Go for Alaric Kamir, NYC. Yeah, Frank, start framing people. You look like you did it, kid. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, you know, this situation uh, with, with this particular gentleman, there's a lot of, you know, on so many levels just dishonesty because they they were even questioning they're questioning already his 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 uh, time as an officer and uh, there's a there's a part in the article of what i think they alluded to the fact that he's he's had some questionable uh tactics even as a police officer before he became of course. A chief. so you know this guy is just he didn't just become a cocksucker yeah he's yeah he's been a cocksucker since he, he since he picked up the badge yeah, probably since high school. Yeah, he's like, led him to be a, a police cop. officer. Yeah, he was probably beat up as a kid because he looks like a fucking Humpty Dumpty turd. <laughs> but think about how corrupt the, the the that department has to be in particular to go along with the idea that this one officer is solving 100% of the crimes that they are required to investigate. That is several people turning a blind eye to what was happening and, yeah of course but that's the culture isn't it that is the I, culture i i would say that every day every day i i'm just bugged out how there's a video where he's giving an award to one of the crooked cops and he then he 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 looks to the fucking crowd he's like you know what i'm i'm honoring this man today because we wouldn't have the 100 percent uh crime solving rate if it wasn't for this particular cop and he gives the motherfucker award, he looks he looks like a bigger cocksucker than the chief. And see, it's one thing if they did this shit and they kept it under wraps and it was kind of quiet, but they were actually living the lie to the point where they're giving awards to each other. Like, what are you fuck? Like, what is the psychopathic behavior behind that? Like the, the thinking behind that, like you you set I, these motherfuckers up and gave awards for it. Well, you, it's, it's an still, extension of white it's like training supremacy. Day. It's in an extension mind, of white supremacy. Yeah. In his mind, this racist job well done. Right. That, but that he, they, Haitian got the but they don't see that it as racist. Went to jail. They no, don't see it as racist. Because that's just that's just a guy. Because you know I don't see color. Right. That's just a guy <laughs> who happened to be at the wrong place <laughs> in the wrong time. All the guys yeah. just kind of look uh, they, they, like yeah. they've been from Haiti. Listen, all those guys. Right. It's, uh, it's yeah, a the, colorless the, the, world out here. Well, the they got to be doing I'll something. Say it once again. They, they, they got to be racism maybe they're not doing this. in 1969. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not doing this, but they're doing something. I don't know what they're doing. Listen, right. the, the, I'm not the, saying. Po- they're no angels. The police, <laughs> the, the police, <laughs> the chief's name is Ramundo Atesiano. Okay, yeah. that motherfucker is Cuban in the motherfucker, and he had the big ass 
Yosemite Sam mustache with the bald head. Oh man, he he. Yeah, but he identifies with white and Republican. He says Guaranteed. hobby trellos. A dame un poor favor, arroz con polo. E hobby trellos. That's the fuck he says. He, he identifies with white and Republican. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, a lot of the Cubans in Miami are like that. And yeah, this is in. Yeah. This is this is this is uh, Biscayne Park and Biscayne Bay is right near fucking Miami. It's the it's the suburb next to Miami. It's the whole Biscayne Park is probably one of those very affluent neighborhoods, and him doing well in that affluent neighborhood is a, is is nothing but a. Those black folks were just sacrifices for his greater his greater uh, aspirations to become maybe the chief of Miami or yeah. do something else because. When you're doing 100 percent uh crime, you know, uh, solving in your neighborhood in a neighborhood like that who have money, probably some of the judges that 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 are in Miami, whoever live in those neighborhoods, those affluent people who live there. Yeah, he's fucking trying to set himself up. And he said, well, I have a few black Haitians. They were bad anyway. Why not? That shit. Yo, you got him all the way to chief. Why not hire? Exactly. You know what? what, what 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 I what I what I'm fearful is that when he comes out of jail, he's going to be able to move right up the road to Jacksonville, or Tampa, or somewhere. Well, I think well, now he's he retired. Felon. Well, now he's a felon, so I don't think he can do that. Yeah, that's. Probably, I think well, that's true, well, it but depends. this is America. Worse. Maybe he'll just be a corrections officer. <laughs> no, 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 no. He'll be. Listen. I don't think he'll, felons can be police officers. I'm pretty he'll sure he'll be can. out in time for the 2024 campaign, and they'll make him like was it Joe the plumber? He'll be fucking Joe the policeman, and he'll be law and order, and they'll put a Texas hat on his ass, and he'll be like that black dude that comes on on Fox News talking all that Yo, bullshit. Y'all, y'all think Trump's gonna run again? That's I mean, a the Republicans don't really have a better candidate in terms of getting the numbers. I don't think he's going to win, though. Is he going to have time to run for president once all these indictments start coming down? Well, did, did you guys see one of one of his right hand men got indicted today as a foreign agent to <laughs> no, United Arab? So. Yeah, one of his main one of his main dudes got invited as a foreign agent to United Arab Emirates. I don't think Trump's going to win. He doesn't. He has the competency to win. Uh, to, to I run didn't say again. win. I said, is he going to run? He's going to be. I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, he's not going to run again. He, he's already shitting on himself now. What is he going to be in a wheelchair? <laughs> he's gonna be in a fucking wheelchair is that what's gonna happen and they're gonna fuck in a wheelchair where that America make uh, make America great again he won't even be able to talk he'll have build to shake that wall build that wall alright wait before we close out this segment yes. I just wanted to read this uh, can an ex-felon become a police officer the an- simple answer to this question is that a felon cannot become a police officer however those with a felony conviction on their record will most likely be prohibited now I'm sorry whether or not your criminal record will prevent you from becoming a police officer will depend on the agency you are applying with and the nature and the age of your offense or offenses. See, they're going to find a slot for them. They're gonna this is America. I appreciate you, Lion. You've become like the librarian of, uh, it, of the code. Is that Florida? Because you can't that even is. vote in Florida with a felony conviction. No, yeah, but is they change that. But is that a felony a that he got convicted of? Or is it a? Is it a? It is a felony. Like, like he's doing three. He's doing three years. What's the charge? What's his charge? Violating civil rights. Civil rights. Yeah. Fault. You know, false imprisonment. Not false imprisonment. False police policing and some other shit like that. Like, 
But the big one is the civil rights violation. That's what got him in three years. All right. Well, in Florida, pursuant to 943.13, section four, subsection four, Florida statutes, if a person pleads guilty, no contest or is convicted of a felony, that person is ineligible to be certified as an officer in the state of Florida. So that means he can move to another precinct. That's yeah, what they say. He could go to or, Alabama or become a consultant. He can become there. A there, there are not many states where you can be a felon. I'm pretty sure it's 50 out of 50. You can't be a felon and a police officer. I'm almost positive. I bet because that would that would be working in their not be working in their interests. Let, let's check Mississippi, Louisiana, and Kentucky before we say that. You, you can't even get a warehouse job as a felon. Let's, let's, I don't think you can be a police officer. Let's, let's, let's take a look at my southern they'll brethren make, before they'll we... Make uh, him a, they'll make him a consultant somewhere. You know. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Hey, honey. I don't know what it is, but my vibrator doesn't work like it used to. I went over to AdamandEve.com, and I got the biggest, blackest cocktail dough, and I used the code DC40. It was wonderful. Not only did I get that big BBC, but they gave me some videos and my favorite ones, too. Of course it was black. AdamandEve.com. In Texas, the Republicans have just passed a bill called SB3, Senate Bill 3. This bill removes the requirement to teach that white supremacy is morally wrong. One Democratic lawmaker said the bill's attempts could lead to a frightening dystopian future. Texas lawmakers has, have filed and passed at least some, because I'm looking at some of them that, that were passed, at least three bills targeting how racism, current events, and the country's founding principles are ta- taught in K-12 through schools, including a Senate bill that would strip out the upcoming requirements that students learn white supremacy is morally wrong and study particular writings of women and people of color. This legislation comes after Greg Abbott signed into law a bill from this year's legislative session that restricts how current events and America's history of racism can be taught in Texas schools. Gentlemen, how do we feel about uh, African-Americans and women being removed from the curriculum and not forcing white America to deal with our past, our history of America? The interesting thing about this for me is that It is actually trying to couch any type of sexism or racism or ism and say that that is unacceptable within the curriculum. The problem with that, it is trying to whitewash history. And if that is the case, then the gross and violent and negligible and immoral acts of this country could potentially be repeated because you will have a section of the country that will not have the history and the context in which to operate in a more moral fashion. And that, with Texas being the hub of textbooks and education and curriculum, is incredibly problematic for the future of this country, and particularly for people of color and women and other people uh, whose rights are subjugated because uh, white supremacy is holding on by its cold, white, bare-knuckled <laughs> fingers. You're going to have to what, take this from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> what, what, what I find so interesting about this, so, so, so George uh, Santayana said, those who do not learn from their history are doomed to repeat it. What I, what I find so interesting about this is, even if you go back and look at Germany, it wasn't until Germany dealt with what happened in the Holocaust that they were able to get past it. 
And America has never had to deal with it. They don't want to deal with it. White people today are like, that's in the past. They don't want to address or acknowledge that it happened. The, the whole thing, there's so much around Black Wall Street and the destruction of that area that has happened in the last year that's shocking to me because it's not new to Black people, but it's new to everybody else. And that, well, let me let me step in on that for one second, because it a lot of it is new, particularly to me and, and other black people, because I didn't know about all of the black towns that were buried under man-made lakes. Yeah, Lake, Lake Lanier. Mm-hmm. I I lived in Georgia. I remember people inviting me out to go party on boats in Lake Lanier. I had no idea that that was a black town under that lake. I didn't know that either. But that's what I'm saying. So if 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 there is a continuation of whitewashing history in this country, we're going to have a problem. There have been several uh, massacres in this country that are similar to Tulsa, Rosewood. And there's like 50, 60 others. We just had one in 1985 in Philadelphia where they blew up the fucking that that those blocks. Killing women, men, women and children as mm-hmm. they were trying to leave, blocking the fire department from going in. This is 1985. This is not, you know, 1885. This is right. 18, 1985. Caught on TV. So, I mean, listen, they, they have to, they have this fear of, of knowledge and, and how the more educated you, you become, I think, the less racist you become. I mean, you start to understand what, you know, the world is, or it should, it should change you. Because you do have racists who are well-educated, but I think that for the most part, if you're starting to teach children at a young age who already, you know, like again, you, you see a, a, a four-year-old kid, he's playing with another kid. doesn't matter what color the kid is. He's just playing with the kid. But if you start to teach that equality and, and, and just uh, fairness across the board in education, you don't have that. You, it's hard to continue to have that white supremacist ideology when you're learning about everything and across the board, not just you know, the whole George Washington cutesy shit. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they have to come on there. When you start teaching the actual facts of this country and their history in the world, they have no moral high ground, which is what they've been trying to stand on by calling us savages, by saying that we are the civilized ones and they are the ones that are uncivilized. But when you look at their history and you see the barbarism, that they've unleashed on the rest of the world, you cannot call yourself civilized. You cannot call yourself the moral high ground. You cannot call yourself closer to God or however else you describe white supremacy. Those things start to melt away because then everyone starts to see that that's a lie. Then, Then your children start to see what you've told them all along is a lie. You can't watch Eliminate All the Brutes and not have a different concept and, and context around the brutality of, of Europe on the rest of the world. You just, you just can't. You can't watch that and not have context. You may not agree with everything, but, you, but it's got to shift your context of, of, of put you in a context where we can have a discussion about European imperialism and where we, where we are today, just like our day to day in the United States. I mean, but you have to discuss all of it. And even uh, the subtlety of some of it, I was watching a video on, I wasn't watching, but I saw the, um, this video pop up on my feed that said um, some of the scariest cultures in the world and just take a guess of what all the cultures look like. Mm. <laughs> the video showed all people of color. 
So this is a part of that same massaging of that same narrative that we're savages, that we're the others, that we are the ones that need to be, uh, that people that look like us, we need to be afraid of. Meanwhile, this country has devastated many countries. Is devastating and people of color currently and and still yeah. yes in in the pro, it's still doing it yeah. right just the whole their record of destabilization there's like fucking sixty countries in the last hundred years that they've kind of pretty pretty much fucked over or more but yeah or more, or more. you know yeah. just just go through Africa go through go through South America forget or Central America forget about it they de- they destabilize that shit on the weekends like it's nothing right like and, it's and nothing. Then, but then we talk about, you know, what's happened in this country and particularly to black people who have been second class citizens, but still have fought for this country. Yeah. Continue to fight for this country. Continue Ray to attempt to be that. the moral compass for this country. The culture. And for the culture. Right. Yeah. When you look at it in those in that perspective, like who are the true patriots? You know, who really uses the the principles of this country as a guide isn't it us right isn't it us that 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 believe in the idea that every man is created equal and you know um one nation leon uh, Leon, weren't you the one who says that black people stand in the gap absolutely and we we are willing to work within the rules that's the thing that really boggles my mind it annoys you don't have much choice Bullshit. No, but I think we do. But it's I I think we one having been brought here against our will for the most part and still having the consciousness and the humility to want to work within the constraints of this Constitution is is pretty remarkable if you think about it, because we should be burning this shit down and being like, "Eh, let's start this over. But, But I think that is the testament to the to the soul of people of color is that no matter what happens, there is a, there's a certain integrity to our soul and our being which overcomes and survives no matter what we're, we're subject to. No matter what. It may change a little bit. It may show up it, it, in the Caribbean. It may show up as, as reggae. It's somewhere else it shows up. In Brazil, it shows up as something else. And in Queens, it shows up as hip-hop. But I think our ability to come for, our, for that greatness to still come through it's i i think that is the character of people of color and i do believe at some point that's why we're going to lead this world because because of that because of our exceptionalism and our excellence i i think we need to become more political within this framework though and one of the things and i brought up i'll bring it up again so we can hopefully talk about it more in depth i was listening to a conversation and the idea was brought up, should black people move to six states within this union and become the majority and then take over state legislators, oh, I'm sorry, state legislatures and uh, localities and run these states from the bottom up? What states would you recommend? Atlanta, it, uh, it wouldn't matter because there's, there's 45 million black people in America. There are some states that don't even have Three million people. They would bomb those six. There's there's states that only even don't even have a million people, like out in the right. middle, Utah, Idaho. Those they had they barely had exactly. two hundred, three hundred thousand people. The Dakotas, but, for but, example. But that's a political agenda that would require 
us becoming more galvanized and coming together to make that happen. So it could be some of the states that we already populate at a high percentage. So you talk about Georgia. I don't know what it is in North Carolina. I think it's still low. But if we start to migrate to these other states, we could shift the balance in power. And that gives you 12 seats in the Senate just on GP. Not And California still can contribute. So you're talking about eight, 10, maybe even 12 senators. That changes the landscape of what happens. It's, in, in, it's not impossible. Goals, it's not impossible. I, I can't get I can't get five people to agree on a movie, but I I applaud you for the. You can get five people to decide that they want to get shot by the police. Fair, but trying to get everybody to move as as a, as a block, we've always had that problem. We've always had. That I, I I think without, it's without, going to be a matter of followership. You're going to have without, to see a few people do it and be committed to it. It's going to have to be an Atlanta situation where there's actually opportunities for people to do something better for themselves. I don't see people moving from New York to Mississippi if there's not something better on the other side. It doesn't have to be Mississippi, but people are moving out of New York. There is a yeah. migration back down south. And there's people who's buying land, setting up business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. So, gentlemen, let's lighten it up a little bit. What is the best sexual position and why is it doggy style? Which I kind of just <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's not doggy style, and I found out the name of the uh, position that I was trying to describe yesterday. It's called the pretzel dip. Oh, oh that already sounds interesting. Dip yes. in your pretzel. and what what has to happen is the woman has to lie on her right side while her partner kneels, straddling her right leg. And then curling her left leg around their left side. And with this position, you get a deeper penetration of doggy style while still being able to make important eye contact. And if the penetration isn't your thing, your partner can easily grind against up against you and stimulate your clit. When I say from the and side, you, this is actually the position that I've been now that I see a picture of it. Yeah. And what... Uh, if you want to make it even hotter, get your partner to rub the clit because, duh, yeah, that clit needs some action. Don't oh, forget. Maybe it clit. wasn't. Maybe it's not doggy style. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> it called? The pretzel? The pretzel, pretzel dip. dip. The pretzel dip. I'm going with reverse cowgirl. It's the best. Hmm. I think it's the best. It's the visual aspect. I think it's partially the visual aspect, but it's just, for me, it's just the feeling. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't. I don't I like that pushback. It's, it's 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 almost like doggy style without the work. Yes. 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 But but that's true. But you also, that's true. But you also but you also get the benefit of gravity on reverse cowgirl that you don't get on back shots. I I it's definitely the visual for me. The visual is crazy. But you get you getting that pushback element, the friction. Yeah, I, I'm going with reverse. Cowgirl. Yeah, I, I can't front. Um, uh, a woman changed my life when she first did the uh, reverse Oof. cowgirl. Because I, I was like, wait, what's happening right now? What? What? Oh! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> yeah. Give her a cigar. 
Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Well, yes. the, the ride is always the ride is always a good position. But I will say doggy style is the finishing move because uh once once you for me it's like the visual and once you see it in that position, it's kind of like it's it's a wrap. Like we can't we can't start there. We gotta start somewhere else. <laughs> we can't we can't start there. Or or oh, one of us is gonna there. be disappointed. Gonna say, I'm not gonna say who. It's, it's gonna be a wild <laughs> night though if I start there. I can start there. I'm not gonna say there. who's gonna be disappointed, but uh, <laughs> it ain't you. One of finish us finish him. <laughs> finish him. That's yeah. a that's a finishing move right there. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> you get that hunch in um, your back yo um, <laughs> so I, I I looked up the pretzel dip uh, I, I gotta say that's 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 one of my favorites I do like the pretzel dip uh, but the I didn't, I didn't know it was called that you know um, but yeah, talking the, about uh, Mrs. Paul's in the in the mall that's not the one right. nah not that dip or the or Wetzel's pretzels or maybe it is Wetzel's it, what, pretzels <laughs> <laughs> what was it what is it auntie auntie something pretzels auntie, yeah that's the one auntie I was trying Anne's. to think of auntie, auntie, Anne's. auntie, auntie Anne's. Anne's auntie Anne's the foodie would know that that's auntie answer. Anne's uh, it's buttery um, nah the doggy style is, is definitely the finishing move especially if that back is arched up nice oh yeah I like, I like a, I like, I like, yeah, the arch is kind of crazy. It depends on what the arch looks like. But I like the arch with the pillow bite combo. Like, I got to have, like, the pillow bite you, That's when you, you like when to you, bite You're biting pillow? the pillow? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure I understand, sir. How like, can you see the pillow being bitten? Ooh. I, I like seeing the pillow Ooh. while I'm behind. That's all. But, but oh. yeah, I, 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 but I, yeah, that's not a finishing move for me. But I, I like it. I like it. It has been a finishing yeah. move, though. I mean, yeah, it, it has. I actually like finishing with the with the missionary. I actually do like. Yeah, me too. Me too. I kind well, of like yeah. yeah. I, well, truth be told, I gotta say, missionary is probably my favorite because hmm. because I can get the you know I, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be short strokes and it's it's a good finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an it's 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 a it's a bravo moment because yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to turn into a fire hose. Yeah, and usually I've I've achieved I've achieved <laughs> a goal, <laughs> yeah. and then you exactly. Let go. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skate! I'm I've, 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 I've knocked the rings off. <laughs> yeah, I've knocked the rings <laughs> off. Yeah. The sonic rings are all over yeah. the place. Bling, <laughs> 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 bling, 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 bling. Oh, well, you boy. won't survive this. Sorry, Sonic. Sorry. All right. Hey, if you well, want to tell us about your favorite sexual positions, you can hit us yeah. up on our, us. on the hotline. 608-618-4040. Tell us about your favorite sexual position. You used to call me on the telephone. <laughs> tell us your favorite position. And uh, actually, even better, send us a video of your favorite position at decoding40 at gmail.com. That email is decoding40 at gmail.com. Please be 21 or over. You will not end up on the show. We promise that. We will not play your video on the live. No. Confidentially. But but it will, will be on Reddit. Reality. It will be on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Somebody's like, oh, I've been trying to get on 
That has been our show for this week. Make sure you check us out every Friday with a new episode and a new live every Monday night on uh, Facebook or YouTube. However, how YouTube or Twitch. However, just to let everybody know, we will be taking off the month of August in 2021. We're going to be taking the whole month off. We need a little vacation, a little rest, but we will be back after Labor Day with new episodes and new content to bring in your fall. So make sure that hey, you guys enjoy. Vacation. Enjoy your summer. Bring it in strong, but don't forget to give us a call. Make sure you watch all the back episodes. Pun intended. Absolutely. Any last words, fellas? See you in See September. September. See y'all later. September, I'll be going. Shake your bag, yeah, baby. Shake your bag, yeah, baby. Go, 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 go. Your bag, yeah, baby. Shake your bag, yeah, baby. Guys, it's sad. Doodle bag. Doodle bag. This has never been another episode, another debaucherous episode of Dakota 40. We hope you guys enjoy. Peace. See you after the holiday. Peace. Having lots of fun. B A C A T I O N in the summer sun. Decoding 40.